0: Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. ChooseWood.com.
1: This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Midwestern states have a mixed record on fighting lung cancer. That's according to the latest State of Lung Cancer report by the American Lung Association. And when it comes to Missouri, the ALA found the state ranking high in rates of new lung cancer cases. Missouri also came in fourth in the nation for lung cancer patients receiving no treatment after diagnosis. Joining me in studio to talk about that report, we have Kayvon Mansouri, an investigative reporter with KCUR and the Midwest Newsroom. Great to have you back. Good afternoon. We also have Laura Turner, Advocacy Director for the American Lung Association in Missouri and Arkansas. Hello, Laura. Hello. Welcome to you both to the show. Now Kayvon, we intro this discussion with wording from your story, that the battle against lung cancer in the Midwest is mixed. What does that mean?
0: Yeah, so the report, uh, as uh, you'll hear um, and you can read, found that you know the, the states are kind of doing indeed have a mixed bag. There are new um, the new the rate of new cases in Missouri and Iowa are among some of the worst in the nation. Um, meanwhile, in Nebraska and Kansas to the other states in the West newsroom cover, they're sort of at or just below the national average. but uh, Missouri is actually the sixth uh, worst when it comes to new cases. Um, And uh, I believe Iowa is the 12th worst. Mm -hmm. Uh, Among that, there are also struggles with survival rates um, and and things of that nature. Um, But... They're actually, from um, uh, members of the ALA that I spoke to, um, there's actually hope. And some of the survivors I talked to, there's some hope in that report as well about improvements in survival rates uh, nationwide and things of that nature. But in the region, there are um, sort of, there's good and bad. Um, and you can look at the report yourself to sort of, it breaks down by many different um, sort of uh, categories of mm-hmm. uh, metrics of successes. Um, but... Um, the uh, And I believe you'll hear from Laura that there is uh, work to be done. Uh, there's also successes in other places. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: No, Laura, we've talked about Missouri because that's where we're sitting right now. What is it that is unique to Missouri that's led to a high prevalence of new lung cancer cases?
2: Um, I mean, I think the thing that sticks out the most is we have the lowest tobacco tax in the nation,
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, we know research shows us that having a higher tobacco tax really can deter rates of new smokers and um, help people quit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably the one that sticks out to m- the most to me, but I think um, in general, just yeah we we have some work to do on better <laughs> um, yeah. better awareness around that and um,
1: mm-hmm. So as far as something that's visible or uh, that we can smell, it really, mm. it does come to that first. Now Kayvon, you also spoke with regional ALA director, Christina Hamilton, mm-hmm. and she told you about some of those improvement areas and then challenges in others. Where were the improvements again?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um I spoke with Christina. Uh, She, she, I believe, oversees Iowa and Illinois, but kind of spoke for the region. Um, There were improvements, I believe, in some areas. There was lower rates. uh, uh, Actually, Missouri and Iowa actually saw a lower rate of new cases, but still ranked among the worst. Mm -hmm. So that was actually an improvement. As for the other improvements, uh, there's a lot of like sort of like ups and downs there. Um, I I would probably recommend taking a look at the report because it does get into very finite metrics.
1: And one of them has to do with survival rates for people of color Mm -hmm. nationwide, um, which was a metric that was tracked to help reduce health disparities. So that does seem like it is a um, that is a a bright spot, but that drop in lung cancer rates that Kayvon has just mentioned between 2022 and 2023. I mean, is that part of a longer-term trend, Laura, or is it just a a one-year blip? I think...
2: A lot of times, the reason for that kind of is revealed later on when we're able to dig more into the data. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's hopeful, yeah. and I think it's a sign to continue do, doing more of what we are doing that works: um, mm-hmm. tobacco cessation, helping people quit, better coverage in Medicaid, mm-hmm. of helping people quit smoking, that yeah. sort of
1: thing. That's that's happening. So. so- with something like vaping, mm-hmm. that it, that's another way that people are are bringing something into their lungs that's not supposed to be there. Were there any insights that came from this particular set of data regarding that? Um, that's not a measure
2: that the state of lung cancer report looks at right now. It's still mm-hmm. into. Kind of short as terms as as terms of cancer risk, still kind of a short period since when people started using vapes and e-cigarettes. But what we do know, and I was looking into this, there is an ingredient that can cause lung cancer Mm -hmm. um, in a lot of vapes. Yeah, but we just don't have the long-term data
1: yet. There, so it's something to to keep an eye on. To keep an eye on, yeah. yeah. Now Missouri ranks fourth, as Kayvon had mentioned. Fourth in the country, for lung cancer patients who do not receive treatment after diagnosis, what are some of the situations that lead people um, not to get treatment after they've learned that they have lung cancer? Um, I would um,
2: say that probably one of the biggest ones would be not having health care coverage. Mm-hmm. And um, back to the Medicaid issue, we've have had Medicaid expansion for a few years, and that means more people have access to treatment. Mm-hmm. So um, I couldn't directly attribute that, but I'm sure that's a factor.
1: Yeah. Um, Kayvon, you spoke with someone for your story uh, for the Midwest Newsroom, and that person is Sarah guyken mm-hmm. who's a 43-year-old Iowa woman, a Iowa woman, and she was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2019. Talk with us about what she told you about her experience, and maybe how it reflects key findings in the ALA report this year.
0: Yeah, Sarah's a um, a, a kind of inspirational person to talk to, but but also a kind of a. Um, I think a, a, a good example of someone, uh, she was a low risk individual, um, someone who didn't chart as someone who was probably likely to get lung cancer, didn't smoke or anything like that. And after an exercise class, um, she actually already had been volunteering with the ALA for for years. But after an exercise class in 2019, she felt what she kind of described as like she had pul- pulled a muscle. Turns out it was stage three lung cancer, which mm-hmm. is, has, has uh, actually progressed. Um, but she is, um, you know, she told me on the phone um, in our conversation that she just wanted to make it to, you know, see her daughter graduate from high school. Well, she did that, um, you know, two, three years on, and now she's hoping to make it to college. And that kind of speaks to these five-year um, survival rates, which which are, I think, good news for everybody. I know uh, my mother-in-law uh, is a lung cancer survivor, at, at you know, and I she is getting towards that, that five-year mark, and, I, yeah. you know, that makes everyone hopeful. Uh, but Sarah was interesting because— she wasn't someone who smoked, uh, she, but she went and got a screening, um, because she was well-educated to know that there might be something wrong mm-hmm. and she caught it. Um, unfortunately not as early as maybe somebody would like to, stage three is pretty, pretty progressive. And unfortunately she is terminal. Right. Um, but, but it just goes to show that screening rates, uh, you know, you people need to know to get, go and get screened if they might be someone who's at risk and, and, um, uh, that I think that, that that really speaks to this. And, and something Sarah told me in our conversation is that, you know, even though she, her time might be limited, um, I, you know, shared the results of that report to her. And she said, you know, it's it's fantastic. It gives right. me some hope that I can keep going for a few more years or, you know, long enough to see out these important things in my life, see my daughter graduate from college, things like that.
1: Mm-hmm, those milestones. Laura, is there anything about Sarah's story that provides kind of a backdrop for explaining why it is people don't get screened for lung cancer?
2: Well, it sounds like if I heard it right, in her case, she was not high risk for lung cancer and she hadn't been a smoker. And that's what puts people in that high enough risk category. Um, So I'm kind of curious to find out how she was able to get screened. It's wonderful that she was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think she really exemplifies the people who could get screened and don't. I think she's one of the... Extra kind of careful and lucky ones. Yeah.
1: So for lung cancer screenings, I mean, who's eligible for that? And what does a screening entail?
2: Um, so, and let me backtrack. I wouldn't say anybody's lucky if they get lung cancer. Sure, I just sure. mean that um, it's, it's always hopeful when someone can find it earlier mm-hmm. than later. Um, and I wish her the best. Yeah. Um, so the people who are eligible for lung cancer screening are people ages between ages 50 and 80 who have smoked um, either a pack a day for 20 years or two packs a day for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then their smoking status, they either right now need to be either a current smoker or quit smoking in the last 15 years.
1: Okay. So it's heavily sort of looking at those who are habitual smokers. And then in Sarah's case, I mean, she was... Not a smoker, and, and quite young, so sort of not in that category. Are there other things that prevent people from going to get a, a screening apart from insurance? Like, is there some stigma involved? Ah, uh, definitely
2: stigma. And I think it's tricky because we, while we know that tobacco is the leading cause of lung cancer, we also know, you know, secondhand smoke. Is right up there with it, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that you smoked. And also, nobody deserves lung cancer.
1: Right.
2: Tobacco is a very addictive substance. We know that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's so much uh, so much complexity there. Yeah. Um, But. So I think that might keep people from, the stigma definitely might keep people from it. Mm-hmm. And also not knowing as much about the survival rates now and the treatment options. Um, when you don't think you have hope, yeah, I think it's harder to um, face that.
1: Right. And radon is also something that was mentioned in the piece. It on, um it came up in the conversation that you had with that ALA regional director um, what is one word about radon that we should be keeping in mind here?
0: Yeah, um, you know, I, I remember watching The Office many years ago, and the character Toby says, radon's a silent killer. But mm-hmm. basically, uh, you know, it is the second leading uh, cause of uh, lung cancer in America. Um, and it's it's something that needs to be tested for in homes regularly, especially when you have new things installed, like a HVAC, things mm-hmm. like that. So...
1: So you can check out Kayvon's piece at stlpr.org. It's got a link to resources via the American Lung Association. Kayvon Mansouri is investigative reporter for the Midwest Newsroom. And Laura Turner is advocacy director for the American Lung Association in Missouri and Arkansas. Thank you both for joining us today. This episode was produced by Emily Woodbury. And by by Elaine Cha. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron
0: Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group.
1: Do you find yourself regularly
2: listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air?